Hello and welcome to The Wild Folk, a conscious business podcast for those seeking a slower, simpler and more aligned way of living and working. The Wild Folk is a podcast for those who create a fairer and greener world through their work. I'm Amy Coates, a freelance copywriter and brand storyteller living by the sea here in Ireland. So welcome. I'm so glad you found us. Hello and welcome to episode 12. So I'm recording this little intro in the middle of the night. It feels quite lovely just speaking into the void. The street outside is silent, there's no cars on the road and it's just nice to pull this episode together while the rest of the world's sleeping. So today I am joined by yoga teacher Kelly Walker. Kelly runs Stay Open Yoga in Bangor, Northern Ireland. And I'm also joined by Bex Ellison, who is a feminist and blogger. The two have teamed up to create together a group for women to meet up monthly, to move, think and talk. In this episode, we talk about a lot of things, but as I was listening back, What really became apparent that the main theme was the power of vulnerability. We don't use the word vulnerability very much in the conversation, but I really feel it was the story that we were trying to tell each other. So without further ado, here's today's episode. Hi, I'm Kelly. Um, I live in Bangor. And I have started uh, Stay Open Yoga. I started it about a little over two years ago. And we have been running yoga classes in Bangor in some studios throughout the autumn and winter months. And then in the spring and summer in the park um, and at the beach, which has been so fun. I'm originally from California, but my husband is from Northern Ireland. So he um, brought me out here three years ago and we have a little girl called Sequoia. She's 10 months old. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at today. Uh, I'm Bex. Um, I am 30 years old and I live in Bangor. I have lived in Bangor pretty much my whole life, actually. Like, um, I think I moved to Belfast for university and maybe a couple of years after that. But the sea has always called me back. So I work in financial services um, by day and by night I like to blog. Um, I have a blog called Girls Can't Through, which is a little bit of a feminist spot in the internet um, where I just basically write about anything from food and films to people in politics and just connect with other women. And I love empowering women and inspiring women and talking to other women about issues um, that we may go through. And I'm also a participant of Kelly's yoga classes, so I can personally vouch for them. They are fabulous. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all there is to, to know about me. Whenever I saw your like Instagram handle, Bex, I like saw girls can through and I was like, no, not even going to look at it. It's probably like a get fit thing, like weightlifting for women. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> shy away, but no, you talk about <laughs> such a vast, like you're, yeah, such a vast array of topics. Yeah, it's so true. Some people look at it and they're like, um, excuse me, girls can through. And I'm like, oh no, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so together you have created this group yes yeah yeah can one of you just give me a little um blurb into what your group is of course yeah um so we have called this group uh together and really what it's about is bringing local women together to come and meet up once a month to talk about certain things so every month these women um get an email and in the email there's a specific theme and in the theme like the first month's theme was contentment and so therefore we had two yoga videos with the theme of contentment um that i did and then bex did a journal or a blog post and journal questions that the girls would go and read and kind of meditate and journal upon and then we gathered up and we came together to kind of talk more deeper into this theme so really it's about um bringing local women together to encourage them to uplift them and to help bring a more thriving community in the town of Bangor. Amazing. And did you, why did you decide to do this together? Like, are you friends in real life? <laughs> and you just thought, yeah, like we both believe the same things and we see the same need in the community. Why, yeah, why did you kind of partner up for them um, to create together? Yeah, like, um, well, we were going on sort of a lot of walks last year, as I'm sure Kelly will well remember, um, in between different lockdowns and things. Um, and I suppose we were both affected by, you know, a period of disconnect over the last year or so. Um, but even as things started to open up again, we were starting to find ourselves like returning to the like the fast pace of life and calendars are filling up with events and opportunities. But we rarely find the time to like come back to that pause and experience like meaningful connection and have those meaningful conversations that we were having on our walks. So um, we were like, we need to just put something in place where we can actually create space to to have these conversations and to keep on focusing on these issues that are so important um, in life and just giving ourselves space to breathe, basically. Um, so we didn't want to do it, just the two of us. So we decided to open it up to the rest of the world and see who came along. Yeah. And like, did you, what, what is your kind of hope? for it was it like you kind of just wanted to hold space for other women or you wanted to create a community that like you were a part of does that make sense yeah yeah pretty much um I think we were both wanting um other women to benefit from carving time out for themselves to dedicate like you know even just 10 minutes a week um towards journal prompts reading through a blog post that gave them maybe a different way of thinking about something and then completing the, the yoga flow. Um, like we have our three, our three sort of um, pillars, of, if you like, of together, which is um, to move and think and talk. Um, so that was something we wanted like women to come together to do. And that's what they knew they were getting themselves in for. And we all um, dedicated a certain amount of time in the week to this moving and thinking and talking and then to do it again together was like a really empowering thing so yeah yeah and I don't know like about either of you but I just feel like since we've been in continuous lockdowns and even though like the world is opening up again and as you said like diaries and calendars are getting full like it's just so hard to connect like it's just so hard to connect with people I find like and because 
like our phone was our life for like you know a mm. year and all of yeah. our friends were on our phone like I still find like it really like hard to kind of break away from that digital connection that we have and start like m- like creating friendships and community in real life and like yeah yeah did, did you find that as well or yeah and that's something that we kind of talked about um because there's so many subscriptions we're like how can our subscription be different because there's so many subscriptions that people can um log on to or to become a member of but all of them are online so there's all these online communities but or even celebrities that people are following but there's not like this actual in-person meetup type of things and so we kind of wanted to take that away from people of like yeah you can go online and you can get thousands of yoga videos and sign up for those types of things or you can go online and find other types of communities but they're all online they're not in person and actually it's so much more powerful when you meet in person and when you connect in person and we've only had two groups so far two group meetups but we've seen so much um amazing things happen and amazing conversations happen when we actually come together and talk about these things and just to hear the stories of how people go home and what they feel and even how they feel the next day and carrying that into their week like that is so cool to see the transformation that's happening in their lives because they're coming together with local women and then they're wanting to change things too personally and in their day-to-day life yeah so it'd be I'd love to know like what happens they're not like a secret club <laughs> what what <laughs> so what happens when you guys meet up and well, we person. can't tell you that. We're not allowed to talk about it. To come. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that's even more tantalizing. It's a cult. <laughs> what happens in together meetups stays in together meetups, <laughs> right? It's I all love, confidential. Um, love that. Love that. Bex, can you just talk a bit, like a little bit, about your story and kind of your background and sort of the process that led your, like, led you to where you are today? Yeah. Um. So. I met Kelly um, a couple of years ago. I it was my my now husband was friends with her husband as well. So um, I want to say that they introduced us, but I feel like we were always going to be destined to be soulmates. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and um, I suppose the two of us were kind of um, Kelly was building her. Uh, her own business through Stay Open Yoga. Um, I was working away on my blog, um, sort of talking about the ups and downs of life and trying to create like a a bit of a space um, in a platform that is so fake in, in so many ways. I was trying to create a space with like real raw feelings. And I think that's why Kelly and I clicked so much because we're not scared to sort of be vulnerable in front of each other. We will come forward about how we're feeling. Um, and yeah, so like pretty much our friendship just blossomed from there. And again, like I said, we were going on walks throughout lockdowns and things and we were really living life together. And then, you know, as soon as things started to open up, that was becoming less and less. And so we, we, I think actually you, you reached out to me first and said like, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh my gosh, very, very excited. Um, because anything to do with like inspiring or empowering women or just bringing them together, because no matter what, we're always going to go through the same sorts of things. We're always going to have the same sorts of thoughts and just receiving and giving space to each other 
um, to talk about the real raw feelings and the nitty gritty issues of life. So um, I was definitely very excited. It's right up my street and it gave me the chance to be a bit more creative. Um, I suppose every day I'm working with numbers and uh, economics and things like that, which is interesting enough, but it has its limits. Um, so this is like something I really get. Yeah. So I really get to enjoy uh, the time that I spend and the time that I dedicate to putting into this new thing. With your blog, do you hope to kind of, do you hope to like build on that and do more writing and sort of kind of really hone this creative side that you have alongside your numbers? Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, I'm trying, still trying to work out how to overlap the two. I think there is, there is some way to bring together my passion and my profession. Um, it's just going to be a few years in the making because um, it's not something you can jump into right away. Um, but yeah, um, I believe in, as I've said before, inspiring and empowering women, and I think a large part of that can be. Um, discussing financial matters with women because it's not something that we tend to delve into and um, historically we haven't really known very much about money and I think um, it wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be wrong to argue that a lot of women have let their husbands maybe manage the, the financial things in life um, so if I can perhaps step in someday and um, empower women to take control of their finances and things like that then that's what I'm here to do but that's a couple of years down the line now <laughs> oh yeah I mean it's it's so true about women well like historically not you know being told what to do with money like you know I kind of googled the other day like a poor person's guide to investing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like, literally don't have a clue but all the smart rich people seem to be onto it so I love I love that phrase like you want to combine passion with profession yeah yeah. So whenever you learn how to do that, Bex, tell me the secrets. Yes. <laughs> yeah, tell us all the secrets. I will, whenever I find them out. <laughs> and Kelly, like, obviously you're from California and you moved to Northern Ireland and it was completely new to you. And so I just want to ask kind of like your personal experience, like moving to another country. Um, yeah, so I moved out here three years ago and I... I got my teacher, I started my teacher training, um, like a year later. Um, and really, I guess what yoga was for me, was a place that I could go and, uh, just move my body, feel good in my body, but also kind of work on things in my heart and in my mind. And, um, yeah. And I remember like on my really lonely days when I knew my husband was going to be working all day and I only had a few friends and, I didn't, you know, didn't really have a lot of plans. I would go to a yoga class and I would fill my time with yoga and um, just feeling so empowered and feeling so good after moving um, through the yoga flow and stuff. And so I did my training. And then after my training, I we kind of just jumped right into it. And my husband and I started Stay Open Yoga together. And what I love about yoga is for me, it's not competitive. So it's not how cool you are or how great you are at it or how many cool headstands and cartwheels and all the crazy things that you can do. Like, um, it's so much more than actually that. Um, and also the power that it can do. So like, for instance, I don't know, have you guys ever had like a stressful day and then you just go for a run or you go and you work out or you go and 
I don't know, do whatever you need to do. And then you come back and you just feel so much better. Yeah. So something for me that I like really noticed with yoga was, um, I would have stressful days. I would have lonely days. I would have sad days. I would be upset about the weather, be upset about missing my family. And then I would go and I'd practice yoga and then I'd come back and I'd be like, wow, like I feel so much more at peace with myself. I feel so much better in my skin um, and all of that stuff. And kind of taking it further with what I would want for my students and what it has done for me is like, when I have that space to myself, I get to be a better wife. I get to be a better mom. I get to be a better friend because I just gave myself that self-care to go and take care of myself um, physically and mentally and spiritually and in yoga class. Um, and that's really actually what I would love for my students. I would love for my students to come and have that hour to themselves and really, um, get their lives changed. It, it might sound kind of like cheesy or a little bit too much, but it's like, you know, I want those students to go home and to be a better mom and to be a better friend and to be a better wife and to be better in their workplace because they got that time to themselves. And what Bex and I were, are saying about together is that self-care is so important. And so many people just write that off. They don't put time in, in their calendars or in their day-to-day -day life for that. But when you put that time in your life for that, like you, you will change and you will be a better person because of it. So I don't know if I went on a rant or if I went off. No, that's but <laughs> yeah. And I think that yeah, like that's... term self care has become so like, you know, fluffy pajamas and face masks and totally. watching a movie and actually self care. For that. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like doing like the hard things that, you know, will benefit you. Like if you feel kind of crab and you like miss your family, probably the, the thing you just really want to sit and eat and that you probably don't want to go out. And especially because you do outdoor classes and, you know, kind of stretch your body and challenge your body you know in the rain or something but that is really what you will come away feeling like you know connected and more in touch or in harmony with yourself so yeah. it's, it's not the easiest thing to do for sure but when you do it's it just reaps so much from it and and what Kelly said is exactly true it just makes you a better person afterwards yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I've bought in so many and it has nothing to do with my teaching. It's uh, it's the people that show up to the class like they're the heroes in it. But um, it's just so cool when I get messages of like, oh, my gosh, like my day, you know, after doing yoga in the morning, my day was completely different than my day yesterday because I gave myself that time to come yes. and to relax and to move. And then the rest of my day, I was so much more positive or I thought about my intention or I got to carry this with me or at the nighttime classes, they go home, they're like, I haven't slept like that in so long. Like I slept mm -hmm. so well, or, um, or even the next day, like I was just on cloud nine because I felt like I relieved so much out of your body physically. And then also mentally, cause that's what yoga is. It's mind and body, you know? So, um, um I love, I don't give a I'm shit if you can do a car, if you can do a headstand or if you can do crow, <laughs> or if you can do any of those things, I do not care at all. <laughs> And that's so like that's so refreshing that you kind of take that sort of your classes are a place to just fill your cup, no matter kind of yeah if you're in a headstand or if you just stay in like lie on the mat the whole time. Because I just I feel with yoga, it's become so like it has become quite competitive and kind of like everyone's doing yoga and there's like lots of yoga videos online and um, a lot of yogi Instagrams and all these 
kind of cool hip studios and all over the place that it's kind of become more of a a cool thing rather than you know like a show thing rather than what you know you are creating in your classes totally yeah I definitely think I definitely think you're kind of you are very unique in your approach Mm, yeah yeah I yeah very welcoming there's definitely yeah there's definitely those approaches and you can go to those yogis if that's what you want and if that's what that's your goal and your aim but um mine is I just want people to feel confident in their bodies I want people to feel um give themselves that self-compassion and that love and and yeah like I said to better their lives and to be a better and kinder human yeah yeah what better are we gonna say something guys sorry I was just a great I'm like sitting in my room being like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) why would you can't see each other (laughs) because you're like are you finished um yeah and I think I love that you both have created a community around the yoga class because you know whenever you're trying to make friends or you move somewhere new and you're like I'll join all the classes I'll join a yoga class and that's where I'll meet meet people but I know from my experience like often I'll go to a yoga class or maybe something else and everyone will like be there with their friend and they kind of you know like they're sitting you know with their friend chatting and often you're sitting there on your mat like oh hi <laughs> or yeah. as soon as class is over they like you know they've got stuff to do so they rush off and it actually is hard to kind of you know build build friendships so it's I think, so hard yeah. yeah and you must notice that as a teacher like you know you like <laughs> people you can you can see the people that need community and are there literally maybe not just for the yoga but just to be surrounded by people and they have a real need so I think yeah you've like what you've created with together is it like as you said there is a real necessity for it in your community and especially because you do like as you said journal prompts and really encourage people to go outward and build friendships but also turn turn inward and kind of totally yeah exactly and something that like like I said we've only had two meetups but something that Bex and I have gotten to see in those two meetups has been like so powerful because it's different ages kind of different backgrounds different types of women that have joined but what's so cool is when we get to meet around those two times around a table like you hear so many "Uh uh-huh yep I've been there yes I get you like yes me too me too and the power of that and the power when you're vulnerable and when you get to share your heart and share your fears and like your failures and you know things that are kind of ugly to share but then to hear the powerful words of like oh wait you thought that about yourself I did too last week or I struggle with that as well like there's just so much more to life and something that we kind of talked about last week for our second meetup was um, a lot of just kind of negativity that we think about ourselves or maybe negativity that we think about others. And it was just so cool to hear our, our conversations of like, actually, we don't want to bring our attention to those stuff anymore. Like we want to change and we want to be better better people and waste not waste our time on that stuff anymore but how can we change that how can we change the way that we think about ourselves because if we change that then we can change the way that we think about others and then our life is so much more freeing (laughs) and then we actually get to live a really beautiful life because we're not worrying about ourselves or worrying about what other people think about us so yeah 
um, yeah, it's been really rad to see the connection between all the women, no matter what age or background or what you're into, because actually we're not talking about those things. We're talking about just our hearts and what's, what, what's there. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's so refreshing to hear, like, as you said, Kelly, like other people who are feeling the same way you are. So it's like, oh, okay. They, they, they feel that way too. It's not just me. And then to go through that change where it's like okay well well, walking out of here tonight how are we going to restrict those negative thoughts either about ourselves or about others you know going forward and then hearing like fresh ideas from other people and we all just vibe off each other like it's it really is amazing yeah yeah it's encouraging just the fact that you know you don't you kind of keep it under wraps what you actually like do in in together is is like it's really intriguing but also like it's just it feels um like safe because I don't think there's many places that we can really be vulnerable and I know that like vulnerability being vulnerable on Instagram is quite you know you you'll if you post about how sad you are you'll get loads of likes and there's like so it's a bit glorified but I think I think we are I've had experiences of this recently with people that we kind of don't tolerate other people's vulnerabilities anymore it's kind of like you know if if someone a friend does something wrongs you once or was toxic and I'm doing this with like my fingers and inverted Mm -hmm. commas um you just cut them out you know because you're out to like serve yourself and you know raise your vibe and and I just it's just like a kind of like a self-culture yeah Mm. like and and yeah, and I think that that is such the detriment of community, this kind of like, yeah, if people don't serve you anymore or if people, you know, have a bad vibe, you just kind of cut them out. And that that's not love, is it? Or that's not. No, that's not. Yeah. And so we've really lost something, I feel like, in how we kind of, yeah, the kind of world, <laughs> world today. Definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, probably an, an effect of the last year or whatever, but yeah it's, I agree with you that's just what culture is telling you to do it's like if they've wronged you then <clears throat> cancel them out then don't don't even bother with them but we all we've all wronged people we've all messed up we're humans you know so yeah it's an, that's an interesting topic in and of itself yeah for another day <laughs> for another day yeah. next month's theme <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to ask um I mean we always post the highlights but I would like to ask both of you about one time that you failed within the last could be last week the last month or something that really like sticks out to you we never really like to admit our failures do we because we feel so much shame around them yeah that's a good question um wow hmm when did I fail yeah I'm trying to think back I mean I have many feels like every day of my life so mine mine for this week was I um put on some weight at Slimming World <laughs> after um, trying to be really good and that felt like that felt like my kind of failure because I yeah that was my little goal um but in terms of a kind of business business kind of capacity I really wanted a freelance job and they went for another freelancer they just kind of didn't even apply to my emails after kind of lots of initial interest they just went and called on me and then I saw that they had gone for someone else and that failure um and obviously something I want to bury like under the carpet and not talk about but I think you kind of 
I don't know, claim your power or something when you talked about, okay, this didn't go so well for me. I would say kind of almost maybe because it's just on the top of my head from Monday night's group of together, but something that I got to share with the girls was um, like criticizing people. I, I like to think that I'm a, uh, I'm a good person and I love people dearly. And I think the world of a lot of people, but my head can just go into like criticizing. So like, who do you think you are? Um, why are you spending your money that way? Why are you living your life that way? Um, yeah, kind of those types of thoughts. And yeah. as, as I mentioned that to the group, I was like, I don't want to be that person. Um, so that's something that I've been working on. And actually just from that Monday night till what's today, Thursday, um, it's been so powerful because I've been working on that and my brain still goes there, but I'm learning to like, shut it out and be like, no, I'm not going there. Like, why do I need to do that? Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily a fit to me. That's a, a fail. Like, I don't want to be that type of person so yeah. starting yeah. to change it. Um, and then there's just other little things of like, oh, I wasn't the best mom yesterday because I wasn't that patient or, you know, but. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me a list of mom failures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I gave you bread and cheese again for dinner tonight because I just <laughs> could not be bothered. Um, but yeah, I would say that's something that, yeah, to me is a failure, but also something that I want to be working on. I, I really like that, Kelly. I love that you admitted that to a group because I, I remember, like, because I also am very critical and I get a bit of a, I get a bit of a, <laughs> this sounds really bad to admit it, but I get a, a, a kick out of being critical, you know, because it makes me feel like. Yeah, it makes you yeah, feel better. So how does it make you feel better? Like, yeah, it makes my ego. And I sort of justified it if ever I criticised um, like a, a mutual friend with another friend I kind of I was sort of like I justified it by saying well it's just me and this friend building trust <laughs> no we trust mm-hmm. each other we've both been critical and I thought what a warped way to think of like connecting with people do you have yeah 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 it is it is interesting and I mean it could be gossip as well um and yeah you do get like a high but also where what we talked about and together was like that leads to absolutely nowhere so why do we waste our time and energy on that like what how was that achieved by criticizing that person or saying those things nothing was achieved there so freaking move on yeah (laughs) and waste your energy somewhere else and yeah how about work out do a yoga class and then (laughs) listen to a podcast or read a book and talk about that with a friend instead of all the other crap yeah totally (laughs) What about you, Bex? Yeah, I was having a think as you were um, both discussing that there because I was like, right, quick, think of something. Um, and as I say, I do. I have many feels nearly every day. But I suppose um, at the ripe old age of 30, I sometimes look back on these last um, 10 years because I suppose um, I sort of went to uni and then went straight into my sort of sector, if you like. Um, and I think... I would view my career as just not exactly something that I thought was how it was going to go. So um, I came out of university um, 
I mean, I wasn't a superstar, but I I'd done okay, and I didn't, and I went for these job interviews, and everyone kept saying how like great my CV was, and we'd love to have you, and blah blah blah. And so I went into this corporate world, and I just envisaged myself as like this, you know woman in business that was going to take it on and just smash that ceiling and everything and mm. you know all the all the realistic expectations <laughs> and um I would say that now that I've been in the industry for a number of years I sometimes get frustrated with the level that I'm at because I'm still very much in the junior stages of my of my role and so I sometimes think like oh my word I should be further ahead I should be on more money I should be having more responsibility like what have I been doing these last eight years um and I do I tend to like berate myself a little bit and um but yeah so it's a it's a it's a deep one and it's it goes a long way but it's something I always come back to and I think like oh, I should have done more over this these last number of years and I should be further ahead um, but I mean, I don't know what I'm measuring myself against. I think it's just my own idea of what I was going to be. Um, but yeah, it definitely sometimes feels a bit like failure. Um, but yeah, so it's oh, not. I can, I think I could still relate to that. Maybe not with Chris, yeah. but definitely with like, you know, at 25, I thought I was going to have this, this, this. And you literally have like a kind of timeline in your head of where you're. Oh going. my goodness. <laughs> Us girls then, are so good at that freaking timeline. Yeah. <laughs> we are the worst the worst yeah totally. I like to think of myself like yeah I'm really spontaneous and I just go with the flow but actually I have to do it like in this order yeah right right yeah <laughs> but yeah and I think that is why the conversations you have it together will be so so life-giving and so wholesome because yeah like we are we we put on weight and we are critical and we like feel that we're not where we should be so I think just having that open space just makes you realize that we're not alone at all yeah so how can women join together simple <laughs> um <laughs> if you go on stayopenyoga.com there is a together section so you would just click on that and then uh, sign up online they can um, sign up at any time anywhere and then they can also cancel um, canceling is really easy as well um, and they can cancel anytime there's no hidden hidden fees or hidden um, words in it yeah totally and we're also we're like totally flexible and casual to speak to people at any stage like there's a couple of people have dropped us like a message on Instagram or on Facebook and they've been like how do I do this and and we've just chatted through them uh through there so anytime anybody wants to to speak to one of us we're always available <laughs> and my last question well my second last question which is my favorite question is have you got any book recommendations they can be business books they can be your favorite novel they can be anything Oh, Amy, I hate that this is your favorite question. <laughs> or podcasts. People give me podcasts. I'm like, think, think, think. I don't know. Okay. Oh, podcasts is a good one. Podcasts are good. So books, my husband does all the reading for all the business stuff. Story Brand by Donald Miller. He recommended it to you. He's a yeah. huge fan of Donald Miller's stuff. So if you're, if anyone is listening and they're trying to start a business, that would be the number one book that we would go back to, mostly him. But it is amazing. Um, podcast, I love Brene Brown. I love that she's about vulnerability. I love who she gets to interview, who she gets to talk about. Um, and you just feel like you walk away feeling empowered and like 
yeah, it really inspired. So, yes. Well, I can give you a book recommendation, Kelly, then. Okay. Renee Brown's, oh, I literally forget. Daring Greatly. No. Daring Greatly. Yes, that book. Daring Greatly. And then there's another one. Um, oh, I literally, literally forgot it. But it is about like falling and getting back up. Rising Strong is what it's okay. called. Okay. Well, and it's all about failure and vulnerability and just the power of mm. our stories so if you love Brene get it on audiobook and you can walk Sequoia and listen to her <laughs> yes so smart so smart amazing Bex do you have a book um you know I did have a book but actually now that you've said that podcasts can be included um that I have a brilliant podcast that I listen a lot of the stuff I'm listening to at the minute is um kind of baby related because um I'm about to have one so <laughs> I can recommend anything to do with giving birth like a feminist or something but um a really great podcast that makes me feel like less of a failure is called The Guilty Feminist um with Deborah Francis White uh it at the start of every podcast they have what's known as the guilty feminist confessions and it's basically like all these women admitting to what they did that week that was like not feminist at all so for example oh yes yeah it starts with I'm a feminist but um I actually tweeted them one time and they read my night on one of the podcasts and I was so like I felt like a celeb I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was saying that I was a feminist, but I have never actually brought the bins brought them. out. <laughs> so, yeah. I actually didn't even know where they were for a while. Um, which is terrible. But yes, it just makes women feel a bit better about maybe not being 100% the feminist that they should be. Um, but they also talk about really interesting issues that affect women and um Oh, they're they're so funny as well. Like it's I, I love something that's light and humorous, and that's exactly what it is. I love that. I'm gonna have to listen to that podcast. Brilliant. I highly recommend. So good. So good. Aww. And where can people find you both online? Um, Instagram or Facebook, stay open yoga. Yep, and I'm girls can't throw, all one word, all lowercase, but I certainly don't believe that girls can't throw. So. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's not a bodybuilding site. No, not bodybuilding the slightest. Bex, Kelly, thank you so much. This has been um, a great conversation and really just highlighted the importance of building community and also kind of pouring, you know, filling your own cup and pouring love, love into yourself. So thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Amy. So good to chat with you. And that's it for episode 12 of The Wild Folk. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this conversation, please send them a link. And I'd be really grateful if you could leave a little rating review in Apple Podcasts. You can connect with me on Instagram at thewildfolk.studio. You can connect with Kelly on Instagram at stayopenyoga underscore and with Bex on Instagram at girls can't throw. Until the next episode, stay wild.